Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm asked very often to give some information about nutritional supplements, which one are good to take and what the benefits or dangers are. So we are doing a series of structured shows going deeper into health topics. Today, my fellow health coach, Jennifer Gugger, and I will be talking about B vitamins. Thanks, Jen, for coming here. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Well, that's wonderful. I always enjoy talking to you. You have a wealth of knowledge, nutrition-wise, and that's always a pleasure to combine our experience and knowledge. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So... As always, I want to start with a word of caution. Mm -hmm. Although nutritional supplements usually are safe, there are exceptions. This show is meant educational resource only, not as health advice. If you need individualized advice, have any serious health conditions or take prescriptions, medications, please ask your physician, pharmacist or other licensed healthcare provider for advice. For sure. Um, so B vitamins is our topic today. Mm -hmm. Okay. So huge range. Huge range of these. So many B vitamins. <clears throat> exactly. Um, I think some of the more familiar ones to people are probably like B1, B3, B6, and B12. Mm -hmm. um, but if you, you know, really take a, a big look, they can go right up to 19. Yeah, it all depends on the numbering. Many mm -hmm. are cofactors, okay, and they just gave them a number. <laughs> okay, but the most common one are the five, uh, uh, the eight actually okay. that uh, we were mentioned today, and uh, they are quite exp uh, important. And all B vitamins are water soluble, which right. is important because it means if you take more than what you need, mm -hmm. your kidneys pee it out. Okay, okay. that means. Your kidneys have to be okay, or you might get side effects. Yes, for sure. Now, why don't we go by the numbers and start with B1? Okay, sounds good. B1 is known as thiamine. Right. And it is important because if you don't have no thiamine, you have beriberi, mm -hmm. a deficiency disease, which is quite unpleasant. What does Vitamin B1, thiamine do, it helps convert food into energy. It's an important cofactor, as are all B vitamins are important energy uh, cofactors that mm -hmm. we need. So when people are tired, many people I see are chronically tired and right. don't know what to do, and B vitamins are an important part mm -hmm. of it. So 
you hear a lot of people going to get um, to get like a, a vitamin. I believe it's. I'm not sure if it's B6 or B12 mm. shot from their doctor. B12. B12. Okay. Yeah, you hear that quite a bit. It's it's weird because really B12 is very important, and we'll talk in the second half pretty much only okay. about it because it is so important. Okay. But. The others are important too, mm-hmm. and there's other cofactors in nutrients. And we always say supplements and nutrition is like an orchestra. Right. You need all the players to get the symphony. That's right. And if you just take one and the rest are missing, oops, it doesn't sound good. That's right. And you yeah. get sick. So where can we find B1, for example? Well... Something that I noticed is um, a lot when you look on cereal boxes, for instance, you see a lot of these B1, B2, B3 um, added, mm-hmm. and you also see them added quite a bit in conventional white flour. Yes, to avoid deficiencies. Okay. Because the whole grain mm-hmm. has a lot of B1. When you isolate it and make it white flour, the processed white flour, okay, it no, loses it. Right? It loses okay. all the nutrients, mm-hmm. and so when they introduced white flour, and everyone went on the craze in right. the nineteenth in the in the nineteen thirties, mm-hmm. many people developed deficiency syndrome. Makes sense. And then they realized, hmm, when we want to sell that white flour, we have to at least add a little bit so the people don't get too sick from it. Right, exactly. So it's not like some people, um, Mm -hmm. when they look at labels, they think, oh, okay, so this has the B vitamins, so I must be getting what Uh I need, which really is a misconception. Oh, it says enriched flour. Right. So they think, oh, it's rich. Exactly. It's good for me. Exactly. But generally, white flour, processed flour, Flour is not good for you. Right, for sure. So the B vitamins are found in whole unprocessed foods. Mm-hmm. So is there some that are specific for the B1 thiamine? Well, B1 is really everywhere, okay. but especially in whole grains, beans, spinach, green okay. leafy vegetables, kale, mm-hmm. even nuts, sunflower seeds, and in meat, all kinds okay. of meat. And even in yeast. Yeast is rich in B vitamins. That's why vegetarians are usually, if they're not allergic to it, eating nutritional yeast. Right. It is high in B vitamins, which they otherwise do not get enough sometimes. Okay. And it doesn't get absorbed well because it's always an interplay. We are not really what we eat. We are what the body absorbs. Right, exactly. That's a big problem Mm -hmm. nowadays because most people of the modern world have what's called leaky gut, gut mm-hmm. take medications. That's right. And it all, all interferes with the absorption. For sure. And as we mentioned before in past shows, um, with the lack of nutrients in our soil, our fruits and vegetables aren't what they used to be. Not at all, When no. it comes to, you know, vitamins and, and having all that good stuff. And all the toxins we introduced. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. Alone the glyphosate. Exactly. And I actually watched a, a, a show for physicians on the weekend, mm-hmm. and they said it's not only causing leaky gut in the bowel, right? but it's also causing the kidneys' cells to 
pull apart. Really? And the bowel has a big importance for the brain health. We'll talk about that later okay. in a later show again. But the kidneys have an important role in brain health too because okay. without functioning kidney, you lack dopamine. Okay. Dopamine is a happy hormone. That's right. And many people with chronic kidney disease or not only chronic but just beginning mm -hmm. are starting to feel tired and a little bit down in the dumps. That well, may be a problem. It's probably a correlation that a lot of people aren't aware of. Yes. And it is it is quite a, quite extensive what the glyphosate does to us. So let's go with the list a little bit down. The mm -hmm. B2, the riboflavin, helps the body to break down carbohydrates. Okay. Which is important too. Well, considering the amount that we eat these days. Mm -hmm. And white sugar has no nutrients. Right. So it needs extra vitamin B12, B2 from mm -hmm. other areas of your nutrition. Many people don't get that. Right. So that's why white sugar is not good for you. That's right. If you want something sweet, use maple syrup. Exactly. Just a little bit. Or use something natural. Natural, sweet. for sure. And all B vitamins are important for all issues in the body. That's the thing. B3, niacinamide, uh, is known to help the digestive system, mm -hmm. skin and nerves. But it also taken in higher doses to reduce the blood cholesterol which works to a certain extent, but it causes a niacin flush. Okay. When, it, when you take it in higher dosages, which is harmless, but when people take it and they get red and itchy, they think they're allergic. It's right. niacin right. flush. It's okay. harmless, and after half hour, it's gone. And after a while, you don't even get it anymore. B5, also known as panthothenic acid. Right. No, need for our bodies to break down fats and carbs as all B vitamins. And for the skin, B6, very well known for brain health, mm -hmm. is pyridoxin. And all those forms have to be in a certain form for the body to be absorbed. As we get older, we need the already finished form. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the next Thing. And mm -hmm. then, of course, we have B7, biotin, which people always think is good for the nails. Right. It is needed for the nails mm -hmm. and hair, but not just that. Okay. B9 is known as folic acid. That's right. I I didn't realize, realize that. And I think a lot of people, maybe when they think about folic acid, they don't realize it's a yeah. B vitamin. And we'll talk a little bit about the methylation of B vitamins okay. and why this is important for our health when we get older in the second half too. And folate is one of the ones that many people cannot absorb in its acid form that is in most supplements. Isn't there something now... Um, a little bit of a controversy maybe with taking the folic acid during pregnancy. Typically, um, you're encouraged to take a multivitamin, um, like a prenatal, that has more folic acid in it. But I've been hearing lately that now some well, doctors are not necessarily recommending that. Uh, I think the folic acid is good if you don't take too much, but okay. it's important to take it before you plan to get pregnant. Okay. And then it prevents often neural tube defects like spina bifida. Right. If women take folic acid of 
folate okay. supplements before they get pregnant, mm -hmm. the risk for the child to get that is very much reduced. So it's not necessarily during pregnancy. We still need folate okay. in a resorbable form, mm -hmm. but not as much as before. Okay. Because once a child is in the womb, right. it's a little bit too late. It's already formed. Okay. All right. And we'll talk about B12 a little bit in the second half. And this brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about the B vitamins. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM and on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today my, we are talking with my fellow health coach, Jennifer Gauguin, about B vitamins. In the first half, we gave a little overview about the most common ones. And in the second half, I would like to talk a little bit more about B6, the pyridoxin, B9, the folate, and B12, the cobalamin, and why most supplements are no help for us. Now, you mentioned in the break that there's an interesting quote you found. There was. Um, it was specific, or sorry, not specific to any particular B vitamin, but just in general, um, that um, a lot of energy drinks have, and you see in water as well too, um, B vitamins added, and um, it says it, it helps consumers, and this is a quote, sail through your day without feeling jittery or tense. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if that would be true. Yeah. And the problem is that many manufacturers add some cheap vitamins mm -hmm. to their food to be able to claim benefits that they think their products will convey to the right. people. And the main purpose of that is that when people look on the label and see all those vitamins listed, mm -hmm. they think, oh, I'm getting my good. daily intake. This is great. I call that vitamin sprinkling. Right. Because they put a little grain of this, a little grain of this, mm -hmm. a little grain of that in mostly in a form that we cannot absorb okay and without without thinking of the needs of the individual right so it's more from for a marketing, marketing it's a marketing thing yeah it really is not beneficial Mm -hmm. It's always best to eat the food in its original state. That's right. As little processed as you can. Mm -hmm. But if you eat something processed, it's always good to have it non-GMO. That's right. And the problem is nowadays, I mean, with the vitamins, especially B6, B9 and B12, that we need it in a certain form 
the, the older we get or the sicker we are mm -hmm. because the original or synthetic forms are often not well absorbed or have actually op opposing effects. Okay. For example, when you eat a lot of folic acid, right. it actually inhibits the formation of the form that you need, which is five, uh, tetramethylfolate terrible word, but I want to emphasize the methyl part mm -hmm. because many people have heard of the methylation, MTHFR, right. the, the problems that many people have. Some of it can be genetic, some of it is epigenetic, that means it comes from the environmental toxins mm -hmm. that basically deactivate our enzymes, make okay. them weaker. And when we get older, our enzymes get weaker in that sense too. Okay. So that's why I always say we need it in the methylated form, for example, uh, not to take orally through the mouth, right. cyanocobalamin, which is a cheap form that you see everywhere, but to take methyl, uh, cyan, methylcobalamin, which is a form that we can absorb. The best way to get it is as a lozenge. Put it under your tongue okay. and let it dissolve. Don't chew it, don't eat it. it then it goes under the tongue's lots of blood vessels and it's like a little injection of B12. Okay. Of course, when you inject a fat-soluble mm -hmm. form of B12 or injected intramuscular, the cyanocobalamin, it goes directly in your blood. Right. But not every body wants to inject themselves or have the doctor give that's them needles right, exactly. all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's a viable alternative unless you're severely deficient. So where could you buy something like that? Like well, at a health food store or? Really, you can go to it, just kind of every supermarket. You can look okay. online and I don't want to let known, but there's a big wholesaler that many people go to <laughs> that actually has a, a 1200 milligram methyl cobalamin in lozenges okay. that are okay. very reasonably priced. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> and that would be written right on That would the be package. written, yeah. Don't just uh, look for vitamin B12. Look on the ingredient list and see what it is. Don't take cyanocobalamin, take methylcobalamin under the tongue and a thousand micrograms a day if you want to. I wouldn't go too high because it has to be an orchestra. Mm -hmm. Exactly. exactly. Now, why would people take it in the first place? Why don't we get it from the food? I think the main reason may be that people just don't eat a varied diet mm -hmm. high in protein high in healthy fats and vegetables and fruits right where can we find b12 b12 can be found in well like you said protein so um chicken animal beef, protein exactly pork um clams even mm. um Again, where these are animal proteins for um, anyone who is vegetarian or vegan, um, B12 is not naturally occurring in plants. Mm. Um, so those, um, those of you who are vegetarian or vegan would definitely benefit from a, uh, a supplement for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. And mm. they at least should be tested. There's a blood test 
forward, but it's not very reliable okay. because it shows you what's in the blood, which shows you if there's a great deficiency. Okay. But it really doesn't show how much reaches your brain and okay. gives you the energy you need. Mm-hmm. And with the folate, I really think you should look into natural folate forms, not just the acid, but a methylated folate, okay. which is much better resorbed. Or again, um, in terms of, of food for mm-hmm. the uh, the folate, dark leafy uh, greens. They're um, so good for you. Oh, they are. You can and, make them taste good. And now the weather <laughs> is getting warmer, so it's, uh, you know, you don't mind kind of eating. And I, I, you, you look for a salad um, more so mm. in the spring and summer than you do kind of during the winter. Now, many people like the iceberg lettuce. Is it a good idea? Mm, no. No, that's a word. <laughs> That's probably the the least uh, nutritious of all. It's not really even considered a green. It's just so full of water. Um, A better choice would be spinach, kale. um, Oh, my gosh. Even romaine lettuce. At least it's a green leaves with it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely better than iceberg, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know my husband always comes, I want some crunchy iceberg lettuce. And I said, I'm not buying you iceberg lettuce, I'm buying romaine. Okay, he says. (laughs) (laughs) And I always mix a few leafy greens in it, those baby leaves. Oh, definitely. Well, they can grow them on your windowsill. They're so easy to do. That's right. That's right. They're really easy. Or if you have a little, um, like for us, we don't have a huge backyard. We just have a little, um, a little, uh, a little patch, but... You know, it's big enough to, to grow some some spinach back there, some, um, I've tried arugula, um, kale, yeah. So. And last year I made actually kale spinach. Kale because spinach. My, my kale had so many holes. Okay. And I thought, hmm, they don't look good for kale chips, so I just cooked them oh. and mashed them and put a little Himalayan salt and a little yeah. bit real cream in it. That mm, sounds that good. That's good. Mmm. Well... I'll leave you with that positive thought. Eat a salad today. Eat some leafy greens. <laughs> and Get your recommended amount of, uh, of vitamin B12 or 9. No, not B12. Oh, sorry, 9. <laughs> have some chicken with it. Or That's right. Some beef. Beef liver is really good if it's a grass-fed mm-hmm. beef. Otherwise, I wouldn't eat beef liver. No, definitely not. <laughs> and this brings me to the end of today's show thanks jennifer for no chatting problem. about that interesting topic about the b vitamins You're it's welcome. in everybody's mouth by supplement or hopefully by <laughs> mostly by nutrition and please don't hesitate to contact us with any questions thoughts comments or suggestions my email here is christine c-h-r-i-s-t-i-n-e at communityradio.ca or contact me through my website doccristine.com and I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Wombold. Thanks, Jim. Great job. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station and we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, We are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thanks, Jennifer, for chatting to me, and thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Thank you. 
and have a goodbye and have a great day.